Are you a kingdom-minded real estate investor? Do you see real estate as an incredible vehicle to advance the flourishing of the kingdom and mission of Christ? If so, we welcome you to the Kingdom Real Estate Investors Podcast, the podcast to spotlight and share the stories of real estate investors just like you who are advancing the kingdom of God and using real estate as the vehicle. Let's get into the show. Kingdom Real Estate Investors, if you have not gone to oneconnectionaway.com, then you don't know that we have been promoting and just finished a live 90-minute webinar where I shared the exact strategies and secrets that have helped me go from college pastor to full-time real estate investor and purchase more than $100 million of multifamily real estate. But not only me, I also shared the secrets and strategies of those inside of our Kingdom REI Mastermind that have helped them become CEOs to attain financial freedom, to actually leverage a business for kingdom advancement. We've gotten incredible, incredible reviews, and so we're going to do an encore coming up very soon that I want to invite you to attend. If you have not already attended this, go to oneconnectionaway.com. That's oneconnectionaway.com to grab your seat for our next live webinar so that you can learn exactly what we have to quit your job and begin to live life on your own terms through commercial real estate. oneconnectionaway.com. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Kingdom REI podcast. Cameron, what's up, my man? Hey, brother, man. How you doing? Hey, you know the power of uh, a story. I mean, you're you're, you're selling this dude who left his W two and job and to get into real estate, right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's kind of your story, right? Definitely. Yeah. Burning the burning the boats, taking the big risk, hustling, grinding, figuring out ways to make it work. So yeah, that is my story for sure. Yeah. Well, today I'm excited to have our, our guest on uh, Royce Gomez King, who is a story branding expert. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. You know, she's, she's helped a lot of entrepreneurs, real estate investors. I mean, everyone you listen to this podcast long enough, you know, this, this podcast was started because of my story, leaving pastoral ministry, uh, and trying to figure out how to become an entrepreneur. And my story has been what's given, I think me momentum and given us a real platform to stand on. And so, uh, without further ado, I want to welcome our guest Royce today to the show. How are you? I'm doing good, Alice. Thank you for having me. Hello, Cameron. Yeah. Hey, glad to have you on here and excited to to dive deep with you. Thanks. So b- before we get into the the content and the meat of the show, Royce, uh, we're gonna pray here in a minute. But tell our folks a little bit about your story and and you know what 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 led you here. But you know even kind of what led you to do this today. Uh, give us a little background. Okay, Alice. Uh, I've been a serial entrepreneur my entire life, and in 2014, I started my 12th business. And that was uh, doing marketing strategy and copywriting for businesses. And uh, I have had a successful global business since 2016. In 2021, just last year, I decided to invest in me again and continue my education and I became a certified story brand guide. If you've heard of Donald Miller's 
books. He came from the ministry arena too and built kingdom focused businesses, but had a, a couple of number one bestsellers on the New York Times list and um, started a story brand guide certification. And it has been life-changing to understand the power of story in writing messaging for my clients. Yeah, big fan of Don Miller. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's taught me a lot about story and it's it's everything right i mean it it's i think how you create a blue ocean in a in a in any red ocean environment right how you how do you separate yourself as a real estate investor well say this all the time to our mastermind it's not real estate because real estate is not new there's nothing different about real estate and so it must be you it must be the entrepreneur it must be the story of the company how do you do that differently than everyone else and uh and clearly we're all compelled by stories you know this is i mean the the story of the gospel right the story of of god sending his son jesus that that's a story that captivates our hearts as believers and causes us to respond in faith and so clearly story is really important so i want to get into that today royce i know you're going to kind of give us a blueprint and i think that would be the best way to really use this time is to highlight your expertise there and, and help help entrepreneurs struggling with story but if you don't mind can i pray for us Absolutely. Before we get in, Father in Heaven, thank you. Seriously, thank you for the ultimate story and where all stories find their meaning is in the, the person of Christ and what you've done for us through him um, and coming in and living the perfect life and dying the death that, that we should have died uh, and give, giving us an opportunity to respond in faith and live with you eternally. So thank you. I pray that today would be um, a highlight of that and figuring out ways that we can find meaning in our own story to celebrate yours and pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So where do we start, Royce? I, I'm going to point to you as the expert. You know, we, we speak to a, a, a group of investors here today, entrepreneurs, but where do you find to be the starting point for folks who really are trying to kind of identify their key story in, uh, in business? Ellis, I love the fact that you said real estate's not new, but people get involved with you because of your story. Mm -hmm. You know, in 2001, I started my real estate investing journey. And I've uh, been in and out of the real estate market ever since. And as you probably remember, last year, I became one of your passive investors and started my story with passive investing. And it is your story that makes the difference. Hmm. You know, I had hundreds of choices of places to invest my money, but ultimately it was about who you serve and your story. And so the story has several elements, a character, you're serving someone and you have to know what they want, right? And while there are hundreds of syndications to choose from and every character or every investor that comes alongside you ultimately wants passive investment, they also want something else. And there's a connection to your story and why you're different from another syndicate that makes them choose you. And obviously, that character comes with a set of problems. You know, for me, um, I've been in active real estate investing and owned and managed and cleaned and been the handyman and the, the 
bathroom cleaner and everything else with, uh, you know, very active investing portfolio. And so, you know, my problem is that I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want the headaches of going and rescuing a cat that was left behind in an eviction on Christmas day or cleaning a toilet that doesn't look like it's been cleaned for a while. Right. So every character has a a problem, a reason that they're looking for a solution. And as a syndicate, you probably hear those cries for help every time you have a conversation with a potential investor, right? Why are they coming to you? Why are you having that conversation? And that makes you the guide. You know, you're, you're guiding them down a path that will give them the solution You're showing them that you understand their fear and that you have the authority, the power, the confidence, the experience to take them there to where they want to go, right? I'm not the cheapest copywriter you can find. You can go on Fiverr and get work done for five bucks. You can go to, you know, a super celebrity copywriter copywriter and pay 10 times what I charge. So really it's not the value or not, sorry, it is the value. It's not the price you charge, but it's, do they believe that you have the credibility to take them there? Can you prove that your experience with people like them that have problems like them, right? And when we bring that relatability into the conversation, they ultimately feel that sense of connection. And as a guide, you have to give them a plan. People don't know what to do to take that next step. So if you find someone on a call with you saying, so what's the next step? How can I work with you? You've missed the opportunity to give them the plan and they need to know what that plan is, right? Mm -hmm. You have to have a call to action. But this next part is where I think the story gets even deeper, right? When you are on the call with a potential investor and they're sharing their story, they have two thoughts in their head. They have the fear of where they won't get to if they don't find a solution to their pain. And they have a vision of success on where they want to go. If you can show them that you're the vehicle, you're the guide that can take them and help them achieve the success they envision, they'll choose you. You know, um, I was on a real estate podcast about six months ago and had several calls with people saying, can you help me write my messaging? And I worked with three clients the next 30 days following that podcast that sold similar services. You know, there was no differentiation in their service. It's like, you know, I just moved full-time back to Florida and I was going into open bank accounts. A checking account is a checking account, right? They can't tell me there's a difference in my checking account when I go to open it. So what makes you choose the bank? Well, it's that picture of success, the ease of using the app or whatever it is that's successful for you. And that's really where you're going to meet your character and their needs, and they'll connect with you and buy 
whatever it is you're selling, you know, and as a syndicate, you may not think you're selling anything, right? You're, um, you're gathering a group of investors, but ultimately you're, you're selling the concept of partnering with you. Yeah. Let me ask you a question real quick is, do you think a story, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of have mixed feelings on this. So I'm curious to hear your answer. Do you think a good story starts with as my scenario, I'm I, I know my story, and then I figure out, in, in in the sense of like, hey, a story trying in business, trying to create sales, right? I mean, that's what we're talking about here. Do you think it starts with me personally, like I begin to work on my story, knowing my own, or do you think the best stories have first in mind the client or consumer, right? Does that make sense? Like as you're crafting story, it's well, here's my story, and then let me figure out how to put that into who I serve, or I already have in mind who I serve, and I'm figuring out my story in light of that, right? How, where do you, what's your starting point? I've seen it work successfully both ways, Ellis. So like you, I'm conflicted. I don't think I'd pick a side either way. I can say, though, that I, I believe we tend to attract people that have similar stories as us, you know? And so by me having 12 different companies, everything from uh, working with at-risk youth with equine assisted learning to an insurance agency, I bring value to people who have gone through seasons and owned different companies in a variety of industries, right? They're fascinated by my background and we connect on that level. So I tend to attract those people because they feel comfortable with me versus someone that's been in the same industry for 30 or 40 years, or just by the fact that I owned an insurance agency and know the world of finance. I write for a lot of investors and real estate professionals that want to talk about more sophisticated topics because they need someone who has the expertise at that level. So I think our story does help us attract who we ultimately serve and they're like us in some way. But um, I've also served people who don't have anything like mine you know no part of my story unless i dig really deep yeah no that's good i mean clearly i i track the faith-minded investor but you know it's interesting as our company grows i i have to kind of go outside of that in order to find enough capital to fund our deals and so you know i think i started with here's my story here's who i attract but it's evolving to okay, the deeper I understand the issues of a broader investor base, even though I have never been a ultra high net worth client, I can begin to speak to them and tell a story around them because I'm understand. And I think that's the difference there, right? Is maybe you can evolve into that, but it really, as you mentioned, understanding the fears that they have of not getting to where they want to and the vision for success, you can begin to kind of tell a story, even if you don't, you know, you know, even if your stories are very different, right? A college pastor and an ultra high net worth investor probably had two different starting points. And uh, maybe eventually, eventually, I hope I'm an ultra high net worth first person. So maybe there'll be some relatability there, but you get my point. Yeah, really oh, that good. was very well said.
I have a question for you, Royce. Like, especially in the Kingdom REI group, we work on, you know, building your story and telling it. And I feel like a lot of people don't think they have a story, kind of like in like faith. Like me, I was saved when I was six. So I don't have a story like a person who was saved drunk out of their mind outside the bar on, a, on the curb, snuggling up to a homeless person, you know. And so I have the temptation to feel from hearing their story like mine isn't good on that perspective. And even in this real estate game or entrepreneurial game, I feel like there's a lot of people who don't think they have a story at all that's worth telling or somebody who overtells a story in ways that are not necessary. So when you get somebody coming to you with the belief of, you know, just help me drive sales and lead traffic. My story is, you know, hey, I built this cool business and here's why you should do business with me. What do you do with that person who kind of has the limiting belief of like, my story is not as cool as Ellis's. I wasn't a pastor or, you know, I wasn't like Cameron and quit his W2 and took a giant risk. I just did this slowly for 15 years and it worked out. You know, how, how do you take that person on? Yeah, Cameron, I'm like you. I, I've always been a Christian, so to speak. I grew up in a Christian home and didn't have a conversion like Paul on the road to Damascus. And I do speak with entrepreneurs like that. I just had a corporate coach and trainer who I worked with. Uh, well, I don't believe it was limiting beliefs that held her back. It was, it was the fact that she struggled to find her differentiator and she wasn't sure how to say her message so that she set herself apart. But this woman had worked with Fortune 100 companies, Fortune 10 companies. You know, she was at the top of her game and that was her differentiator. But for her, it was hard for her to, to fine tune her message and we had to have three conversations to draw that out of her so I could write some killer messaging. So for those people who struggle and don't have a, a powerful message or that powerful conversion story, like the analogy you've mentioned, sometimes it takes an outsider, a coach or a guide to ask the right questions to draw that information out of them. Because God's created each of us individually. There's not another Ellis. There's not another Cameron. We are all so unique and special. And he did that so that he's glorified. And we have that unique mix of talents and passions to serve him. And I don't believe I work with a client that's like any other because they are all unique and created in the image of God. No, that's great. Taking them one at a time. I like that approach because you're right. Everyone's story is different. And there's a good quote I like that you can't read the label from inside the bottle. You need that outside perspective, that outside help. And honestly, even like, you know, things I was talking about in the Kingdom REI group, you know, we've done mastermind events where Ellis has brought in, you know, a specialist to help us draw stories, to help refine mine, to understand it. And, you know, to get to your point of, hey, here, you know, here's my story and why I'm passionate about doing this. And it makes it more compelling for people to want to hitch their wagon to me um, and whatever value I could bring to them. But there can be a quite a bit limiting belief. Like my story is not worth telling because it's not good or it's embarrassing or it's shameful or 
there's no real substance there. So I'm just going to forego telling any kind of story and just sell the product immediately. But we're in such a, a trusting world now where people are investing in people. It's almost like the product and service is secondary to the person. So yeah, I like what you have to say there. Where let me ask you this in terms of, you know, someone listening right now uh, and they're listening to this or trying to grow their their business. What do you think is kind of next steps for them in terms of determining their story? You know, I, again, just even trying to kind of build that out, right? Like, is it just coming to you and, hey, I need copy or what where do you where do you suggest starting a starting point or kind of next steps for really beginning to kind of uncover this in such a way that the story becomes i mean really powerful right where this can this can turn into real business growth what, what, what how would you answer that yeah i just need copy is a lot of times what people come to me saying, right? 60, 70% of the time, that's what I hear is I just need copy. But here's the thing. If you don't understand your story and who you're serving and what their problems are and what success looks like to them, all the copy in the world won't make a difference because you're doing a, a scattered approach. You need a strategy that works. You need content that engages, and it's not going to engage unless you know who you're speaking to and speak that language. And that's what will drive sales. And um, so I have a couple of tools on my website that can help a client that thinks that they just need copy or they're totally unsure about what they need. One is the 10 marketing mistakes that you're probably making, because I find 85% of my clients are making several of those. And so it's a real quick thing that you can gauge, am I making this mistake? And if so, here's the solution. I can fix it myself. And you can put yourself at a different level of the playing field instantaneously almost. And then uh, the other one is a marketing assessment where you spend a few minutes and assess yourself. And it gives you a full report on over a dozen different areas of your business. And like Cameron said, you can't read the label inside the bottle, right? You, you sometimes have blind spots in your business. And so taking the time to take this assessment can show you things that you didn't even know were blind spots. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a great, that's a, well, let me ask you this, what you said on your website, we might as well give folks an opportunity where they can go to grab that. I think it would be incredibly helpful. Uh, so where, where, what is your website? Where, where can co folks go grab that resource? Yourstartup.coach. Ooh, not I like .com. Yourstartup.coach. Coach. Yourstartup.coach. Uh, I just want to say, like, I'm I'm a big fan of Royce, of course. That's why we're having her on the on the show. I'm also an incredible proponent of story. Uh, I think it, it's it can always be crafted. It can always be made better. It's one thing of kind of knowing your story. It's another thing to tell your story, right? When you come on a podcast or when you're sitting at lunch with a client. And so if you're not working with someone or you, you know, like you, you haven't dialed this in, it's not a part of your, your company yet. I just highly encourage everyone to start. And if it, if, if a start is going to your startup.coach and downloading that 10, 10 marketing, you know, tip guide, go do that. Cause, uh, 
it, it's been everything. It's totally transformed our business. And so a uh, big proponent of, of really dialing that in. I think it's massive. And in today's world where there's so much content and there's so much, yeah, there's so much stuff out there. There's so many people to work with. I mean, the internet, Google has made it right. And just very competitive to do anything in any industry. What people are really looking for is, well, then who do I work with? Who can I trust? Who's like me, right? Who's my guide? And so dialing that in is really massive. It's why Kingdom REI, I believe, has been so successful because we're speaking to an ideal audience. We're not speaking to all Christians, right? If Heck, if I post anything about profit and Christianity on the internet, I get 50% of people who hate me. And then I get 50% of people who love me. And that's okay. That's exactly what I want because <laughs> now I know who to work with and I know exactly who not to work with. So anyways, really, really good stuff here today, Royce. I'm really, really grateful that you, you stopped by. Uh, anything else you'd like to add before we get out of here? Well, we've not talked a lot about Kingdom Impact, but I have worked with hundreds of women who have not believed in themselves and they had that limiting self-belief like Cameron was talking about. And so there is a book on my website that's all about faith and it's unwrapping your worth in Christ. Hmm. Great little devotional book to help you understand that God made you unique and valuable and he loves you so much. And all the proceeds go towards missions. So um, I just want to mention that book because I love the missionaries who are out there on the front line serving where we won't go and uh, profit is what supports them, right? There are people that need to give the money and people that need to receive the money. And so our profits help support those. Mm, that's excellent. That Unwrapping Your Worth in Christ is the name of that book on your website, you said. Yes, sir. That's really good because it's just to go off, I mean, we could have a whole other conversation. We're not, but I do think that's where it starts, right? Like how do you, you know, where do I find worth in my story? You know, how do I find security. And I mean, I think to Cameron's point, it's not that people don't think they have a story. Sometimes they're just really insecure about their story. I really want people to know that about me. You know, it's like, where do you find that identity and that security? Ultimately, that's your worth is found in Christ, you know, and and that's, that's a massive part, I think, of unveiling your story is what is our starting point? What is our foundation? What about the you know, people don't want to share their difficulties and hurdles. Well, why not? Right. And, and I think, I think I love that. I love the title of that because I think to really have a strong story, you really need a, a strong foundation. And we, of course, here in Kingdom REI, I find that in Christ. So thanks for, thanks for ending that way, Royce. I think that's overly or understated, overly important. <laughs> yeah. That's the best story anyone can get familiar with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so, for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, guys, reach out to uh, to Royce. If you've enjoyed this, uh, please go uh, share this episode. Uh, let people know where you heard about King Mariah. Take a screenshot, post this on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you do social media, and let folks know about the King Mariah podcast. We want to continue to make this a great show for King Real Estate investors and entrepreneurs. Thanks, everyone. Royce Cameron, we'll see you next week. See you. Thanks.